0: Hello, Knowledge Seekers. In this episode of 20-Minute Books, we delve into Difficult Conversations, a valuable resource penned by negotiation and communication maestros, Douglas Stone, Bruce Patton, and Sheila Heen. Published in 1999, this instructive guide takes a comprehensive look at why we find certain conversations challenging, why we tend to circumvent them, and outlines effective strategies to approach and navigate these seemingly insurmountable dialogues. The authors are recognized and respected figures in their respective fields. Douglas Stone, a lecturer at Harvard Law School and co-founder of Triad Consulting Group, is renowned for his expertise in negotiation and communication. Bruce Patton, co-founder of the Harvard Negotiation Project and Vantage Partners, has made significant contributions to conflict resolution and negotiation practices. Sheila Heen, a teacher at Harvard Law School and co-founder of Triad Consulting Group, also serves as a mediator at the Singapore Supreme Court. This exceptional guide is a must-read for individuals who routinely find themselves in challenging conversational landscapes. From politicians and business leaders who engage in high-stakes negotiation to teachers nurturing the minds of our future, and parents who strive for open communication with their children, Difficult Conversations is an essential toolbox for enhancing your conversational skill set and fostering positive, meaningful relationships. Join us as we unpack the wisdom and practical insights in this indispensable book. Difficult conversations. How to discuss what matters most. Introduction. Dive into the art of communication. Mastering those challenging dialogues. Has the idea of difficult conversations ever made you uneasy or anxious? You're not alone. Many people find themselves apprehensive when faced with the need to discuss complicated topics. However, it is these conversations that we often cannot sidestep. Hence, acquiring skills to handle these potentially uncomfortable exchanges could transform your communication experiences. The authors, seasoned in this subject, share their insights, tips, and real-life instances to assist you in navigating such scenarios more effectively. They shed light on the typical traps that might sabotage difficult discussions and furnish us with strategic advice to steer clear of these hazards. Moreover, the authors present a comprehensive strategy to keep difficult conversations on track and minimize emotional distress. By the end of this journey, you will find yourself far less intimidated by challenging dialogues. Prepare to discover the crux of the What Happened dialogue, the concept of emotional footprint, and practical ways to address a roommate about the pesky matter of unwashed dishes. Part 1 Brave the unpredictable. Don't shun uncomfortable dialogues due to uncertainty. Effective communication can be the doorway to achieving your desires. However, certain discussions can prove harder to navigate than others. What exactly is a difficult conversation? Essentially, it's any topic that you find challenging to broach. These tricky subjects often encompass themes like race, religion, sexuality, and gender politics, but it isn't confined to these. It could be as simple and personal as asking your partner to stop smoking. These trying conversations are commonly sidestepped for fear of unpredictability and high stakes that leave us feeling exposed. The mind engages in a relentless tug of war, grappling with the question, do I address the issue or is it best left untouched? If you choose to face it, the situation may potentially improve. However, there's also the possibility of an unfavorable outcome. Consider a scenario where you decide to confront your neighbor about his dog's ceaseless barking that keeps you up all night. He might react empathetically and agree to keep his dog indoors after dusk. Alternatively, he might perceive your complaint as an overreaction and bear a grudge against you. Regardless of the circumstance, it is important to muster the courage to face the conversation, no matter how daunting it may seem. Indeed, Difficult conversations can be rather unpleasant. But then again, so is losing sleep over incessantly barking dogs. Often, these uneasy dialogues can offer a beneficial outcome that could enhance your life. So, don't ignore or pretend not to hear issues that trouble you. Instead, acquire the skill to voice your concerns effectively, which we'll delve into in the following sections. Part 2 Tackling the Triad of Blame, emotions, and identity in difficult dialogues. Each intricate discussion, however daunting, encompasses three simultaneous facets, the what happened conversation, the feelings conversation, and the identity conversation. First up is the what happened conversation, a minefield of blaming, asserting righteousness, and ascribing intentions. It's a classic scenario where each person staunchly believes they are in the right and the other in the wrong. For instance, you may contend, your comments the other night were completely out of line, while the other party may hurl the same accusation right back at you. In our quest to claim our position as the rightful one, we might unintentionally accuse the other of malicious intentions. Picture this. Your partner disposes of your cigarettes in an effort to support your decision to quit smoking. However, you interpret this act as a sign of manipulation and retort, you threw away my cigarettes just because you're trying to control me. To add to this, we may unjustly blame the other for entirely unrelated incidents. A classic example would be, it's your fault I was late for work because I had to buy a new packet of cigarettes. The second component is the feelings conversation. This is where our emotions come into play. Our emotional states often make conversations trickier. The feelings involved may range from disappointment, anger, and frustration to fear and hurt. Maybe you feel slighted by a coworker, or perhaps they're upset because they perceive your words or actions as insensitive. Finally, we come to the identity conversation. This element revolves around our sense of self. Recall the instance with the neighbor's dog? You decided to confront your neighbor but the mere thought triggers discomfort. You see yourself as a friendly person and the prospect of confrontation could potentially brand you as combative, a jarring contrast to your self-image. This dissonance can spark self-doubt, leading you to avoid the problem to safeguard your perceived identity. Now, having dissected the elements of a difficult conversation, we've uncovered the areas that require our attention. As we journey ahead, we'll reveal how to transform these challenging dialogues into enlightening learning conversations. Part 3. Reframe the What Happened Dialogue into a Learning Conversation. Embrace curiosity, impact, and contribution. A learning conversation is a kind of discussion where the focus is on collaborative problem-solving, steering clear of blaming, fighting, suppressing emotions or self-doubt, Let's apply the principles of a learning conversation to the three categories of difficult dialogues we've explored so far, beginning with the what-happened conversation. Firstly, endeavor to understand the other person's viewpoint. Replace thoughts like, how can this person be so unreasonable, with, it's fascinating how we're viewing the same situation so differently. I'm curious about their perspective. Do they know something I don't, or have they contemplated aspects that I overlooked? This approach will shift your emotions from feeling attacked to an authentic curiosity when your opinion is challenged. Secondly, avoid jumping to conclusions about the other person's intentions. Instead, focus on their actions and its impact. Imagine a friend telling you that you look exhausted. You might instantly interpret this as an intended insult, but before you react, consider their possible motivations. Maybe they're worried about you and are trying to offer support. Finally, abandon the blame game and concentrate on collective contribution. Assigning blame to someone else isn't a solution. It's a backwards approach that fosters judgment and fosters resentment. Instead, engage in a conversation with the other person to jointly navigate the situation. Consider asking, How have both of us contributed to this situation? Followed by, What can we both do to alter the situation and move forward? Part 4. Enhancing the feelings Conversation. Discover, negotiate, and express your emotions. Handling emotions is a challenge, and sharing them can seem like a Herculean task. In fear of embarrassment, we often suppress our feelings. However, through the learning conversation, we can effectively tackle these complex emotions in three manageable stages. First, Let's delve deeper into our emotional landscape. This involves exploring your emotional footprint, your pattern of emotional responses shaped by what you deem acceptable to express and what you feel should remain unvoiced. Ask yourself probing questions like, why do I label certain feelings as inappropriate? How did I deal with emotions as a child? Or was I reprimanded for appearing needy when I sought intimacy? This examination of your emotional footprint can assist you in identifying your real emotions. Next, negotiate with these feelings. Emotions aren't static. They shift based on our perceptions. Much like in the what happened conversation, you need to emphasize curiosity, impact, and contribution. If you are frequently quarreling with your partner, ask yourself, am I jumping to conclusions about their intentions? Am I blaming them? while disregarding my own role in this. Addressing these assumptions will alter how you perceive and feel about the situation. If you've been resenting your mother for constantly urging you to find a job, question your assumptions. Could it be that she's not trying to penalize you for your lack of success, but genuinely concerned about your well-being? If that's the case, consider how this realization alters your feelings. The final step is articulating your feelings both positive and negative, in a considerate way. If you discharge a barrage of suppressed emotions on the other person, the difficult conversation is likely to escalate. Effective self-expression involves a balanced release of both positive and negative emotions. Rather than expressing to your mother, I'm mad at you, frame it as, I appreciate your concern for me, but I'm also upset because, despite me stating my discomfort About discussing my job search, you persist in bringing it up, making me feel inadequate. Part 5. Navigate the nuances of the identity conversation and let go of controlling others' responses. You have a reasonably solid understanding of who you are. However, you often measure yourself in absolutes efficient or worthless, cruel or kind, lovable or unlovable. These binary labels are constraining mainly because no one fits neatly into black and white categories, causing your sense of identity to blur. Instead, acknowledge that your identity consists of numerous facets. Reflect on the various attributes that hold importance to you, traits that you are proud of and fear to lose. Imagine loyalty as the quality you value most about yourself. Now, consider receiving an attractive job offer from a rival company at work. This offer triggers a conflict, as accepting it feels disloyal to your current employer. Once you identify the aspects of your identity you treasure most, you can start creating a multidimensional understanding. Move away from the usual dichotomous perspective on identity issues, challenge the belief that accepting the new job equates to disloyalty. Haven't you demonstrated loyalty towards your boss all these years despite being underpaid? Perhaps, considering this job offer, is an act of loyalty towards your family, aiming to provide them with better care. Most situations aren't just black and white, and neither is our identity. Hence, resist the temptation to engage in a battle each time our self-perception faces a challenge. Another improvement to the identity conversation is balancing yourself during the discussion, which requires letting go of the idea of manipulating the other person's responses. Shedding this belief makes it easier to focus and stay the course. You might assume that by phrasing something a certain way you can prevent your partner from getting upset. But the reality is, we cannot predict or control others' reactions. Once you accept this truth, unexpected reactions become less disruptive. Part 6. Introduce a balanced third story. Starting difficult conversations can be daunting. But remember, every dialogue needs a beginning. A golden rule here is to resist launching the discussion from your own narrative. Your point of view might not be the most conducive starting point because it could threaten the other person's self-image. For example, during a challenging conversation with a partner, if you express, I felt hurt by what you said about me in front of your friends, they could misinterpret this as, you either consciously betrayed me by saying that, or you unintentionally betrayed me because you're inconsiderate. Consequently, your partner may resort to defensiveness or aggression to safeguard their image of being considerate and faithful. So how should you raise issues without causing pain or defensiveness? The key is to craft a third story. A third story is depicted from the viewpoint of a neutral bystander. It highlights the discrepancies between the narratives of the two involved parties. Suppose you're bothered by your roommate never washing the dishes. Your narrative might begin with, I do all the cleaning, while your roommate's narrative might be, Why are you so obsessive about dishes? Neither of these perspectives set the stage for constructive conversation, thereby bringing the third story into play. Our perceptions of cleanliness and our preferences for doing dishes are different. This statement doesn't cast judgment, hence, there's no reason for anyone to be on the defensive. With this approach, you and your roommate can work towards a solution that benefits both. By adhering to these principles, you can transform any challenging conversation into a significant and beneficial dialogue. Final summary. Engaging in difficult conversations is often intimidating because of the fear of the consequences, the complexities of the what happened, feelings and identity. Conversations can be navigated by turning them into learning conversations. This transformation is possible when you cultivate curiosity, express feelings, and avoid blaming each other. Remembering these elements and introducing a neutral third story will assist both you and your conversation partner in having a more effective and constructive discussion. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery